Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on True Story FM. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here with Nikki Kinzer. Hello, everyone. Hello, Pete Wright. Oh, my goodness, Nikki. Oh, no. It's cold now. The seasons have changed again. I know. It really, it, it's uh, it's weird how quickly it changes in Oregon. Yeah. One day it can be like 87, and then the next day it's like Yeah, it's know, like 50. 50. Yeah, freezing. <laughs> yeah. My morning dog walks, I'm I'm bundling up now. I have to bundle. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, So break out the fleeces. And I find this is another one of those context shifts. Like when I have to start thinking about my temperature again, like my own body temperature, it is a distraction. Like I am distracted by like getting my house to the right temperature and do it like I, it's just, that's just who I am. And and I don't know about you, but like right now it's like, it's hard to get it to the right temperature because it's either cold or too warm Yeah, and there isn't any happy place so yeah. i don't know it's, it's, it's exactly where it is do weird. we open a window i don't want to open a window like I don't know. there's yeah. a there's a wet <laughs> breeze constantly uh so that, exactly. that's where we are and that's what brings us into our conversation today why are some tasks so hard to do before we dig in, head over to TakeControlADHD.com. You can get to know us a little bit better. You can listen to the show there on the website or subscribe to the mailing list right there on the homepage, and we will send you an email each time a new episode is released. Connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at Take Control ADHD. And if this show has ever touched you or helped you make a change in your life for the better, if you've ever found that you understand your relationship with ADHD in a new way, please consider hopping over to Patreon.com slash The ADHD Podcast. For a few bucks a month, you can support us there, and that helps us grow the show and continue to do new things. And in that regard, we are on the cusp of doing a new thing, but we actually literally need your help to do it because, you know, producing a podcast isn't uh, isn't free. There comes a cost in terms of just mechanical costs, production costs, time costs, and uh, we want to launch a new podcast, and that podcast is going to be uh, Podcast Pete's podcast on paid ADHD. It's all P words. And ADHD. We, yeah. You know, we did the math and we tried to figure out what is it that we need to do this. And, and we came down to a number of members as our goal. And if you go to patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast, you can see our goal is 250. When we hit 250, we will have what we need to be able to support doing two podcasts. And so if that has ever been like, it is just it's it's just the math that we're we're trying mm-hmm. to figure out. We need to have 250 
supporting members to be able to release this new podcast. And so it's not like we're it's not like we're teasing. It's not like we're holding out on it. It's just that as soon as we hit that, we'll have the resources that we've calculated we need to be able to do this new thing. And that's how all of our goals work. Uh, so if you've been on the fence, if nine of you have been on the fence as of today, uh, you know, this number fluctuates <laughs> a little bit. But it it is uh, right now, as we're recording this, it's nine members, nine people who need to make the leap and decide that that they are um, ready to join our community, join our Discord server, get access to the super secret channels on Discord and our fantastic community, get access to the live stream so you can um, you can hear Pete talk about all the laundry that he does when he cleans up his daughter's room while he's crying because he's weeping that she went to college. <laughs> he's so sad. He's so yeah. sad. You can hear all that stuff in the live stream uh, that you don't get on the main show and uh, we just invite you to do that. Help us out. Help us cross handily cross that 250 and launch Pete's new podcast podcasting on ADHD with Pete that was the whole title I kind of like that <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. all right I'm, I'm it's, it's that. long yeah. it's gonna be an acronym don't worry about it so a uh, couple of things before we get into this are we yeah. are you all done with your thing no am I ever okay yeah good. I'm exhausted <laughs> I'm sure you probably yeah. need a, uh, I need a some, break. Uh, you need a break, yeah, from talking. Uh, but a couple things I want to let people know. We are going into October, which means it is ADHD Awareness Month. And in Pete, in my world, it's every month is ADHD Awareness Month. And every how? week is ADHD Week. And every Tuesday when this goes live is like ADHD Tuesday. <laughs> Right. So, um, but I do love the idea of bringing awareness to ADHD. And one of the ways that I want to help uh, promote that is I am offering 25% uh, off of my online courses. So there's three different ones to choose from. Uh, one is organizing time. One is organizing space. And then the other one is about organizing paper. So we'll put the links in the show. And if you are interested in checking out one or more of those online courses, they will be 25% off uh, through October 31st, 2021. So if you're listening to this in 2024, which you might be, maybe they'll be on sale then It'll too be because it's October. Break. Yeah, but, right. right. <laughs> but just want to be clear with the dates. Uh, and then two more things that are happening in November that I will uh, probably continue to talk about in the next uh, few shows. One is GPS is going to be starting up again, uh, I believe the first the first Monday uh, of November, which I believe is November 1st. So that will be our next uh, round of workshops. So if you're interested in doing some guided planning with me and other people who struggle with planning, uh, please check that out uh, because that is coming up then. Um the next session. And then the last thing I want to talk about really quick is a study hall. We are still going to be holding study hall on Thursday afternoons, the same time as it always has been. If you are a Supreme Discord member, you get study hall for free. So that's something to think about. Not only Pete's podcast, Pete ADHD, but you also get Nikki's study hall. Right. So that's cool. We need to rebrand your study <laughs> hall. We need an we need an epic name. I'm gonna workshop it. That's all right. Yeah, Intern, you workshop that. Uh, 
<laughs> but my point here is that we're going to be changing the way that we do the study halls and it's going to be a monthly uh, service. So if you're interested in uh, joining me on one Thursday or all Thursdays, it will be a monthly fee and uh, you'll get that link. And then you can also still do pay as you go as well. So just want to throw out that out there that those are a couple of things that are happening in November. I think we're done. We're done with announcements. Nikki's Epic <laughs> Study Hall. Oh, yeah. Well, that good. sounds it, good. It's going to be great. It's going to be yeah, great. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about tasks. So this is the thing. The, a while ago. Oh, is this where you introduce how you completely pulled the rug out from under me and changed the topic at the very last minute for this week? Yes. Is this that part where you own up to that? <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm going to own up okay. to that. Awesome. Originally, this topic was going to be, how do I talk about my ADHD? But then I started to think about the outline and where where did I want to go with that? And I had some ideas and that still might be something, you know, to talk about later. But this is what was screaming at me. In the last couple of weeks, I have had at least five different people, five different situations that I've worked with as clients, where part of our call was actually dedicated to doing a task during our session. And it was a task that they were avoiding, uh, maybe had a little bit of shame around it, or they were embarrassed. And it was a toleration, right? Pete, we remember yeah. tolerations, or it's, it's just it was nagging knob. at them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so when I started thinking about what to talk about and what to kind of how to start October ADHD Awareness Month, you know, you got to listen to the universe. And when something comes to you in five different ways <laughs> in the last, like, you know, 10 days, you got to pay attention to that. And and that's, uh, that's where we come to why is it that some tasks are so hard to do? And I just want to share with you some of the things that I did with uh, my clients during their calls. One was... Uh, my client sent a text to a friend um, about not going on a future trip. Not an easy thing to do. Mm -hmm. uh, another client sent an email to a coworker letting them know that they weren't going to get something that they were expecting. Not an easy thing to do. No. Uh, worked with a client on getting a contract signed. And buying postage online, we actually went in and bought the postage online while I was there with him and mailed, like got the envelope all ready to go. And he mailed it right after our call and then sent me a text and said, it's done. And we're like, yay, That's awesome. big huge celebration. Yeah. Uh, and then I've also had a client who physically, they we were planning his uh, the, the rest of his week. And so we were looking at the to-do list, talking about the to-do list, talking about his um, calendar. And basically we sat for at least a half hour, you know, really just planning the next three days. And then I had another client who, after uh, we did the session, she took the last part of our session, about 20 minutes to just clean her house. She just wanted to, to, to clear the clutter. When nothing else could jump in and distract. No, and I was just on her computer and I was on, it was kind of like a little study hall, just the two of us. And yeah. I was working and she was working and then, you know, she would tell me what she did and all that, but it was great. And she got to clean up her house. And then uh, there was another, this last client, she had to write a refund check to a client. And that was 
um, really past due. So there was mm-hmm. a lot of embarrassment and kind of like, oh, it's already like so late. Yeah. But uh, she wrote the check in front of me um, and put it in the envelope, got the stamp ready, and she sent it after a call. So... I mean, Just these were knocking, great things. Yeah, knocking those clogging <laughs> tasks right out of the park. Yes. And, you know, over the, my experience with coaching, I could share with you so many more examples, you know, of this, of, of when this happens, because mm-hmm. sometimes coaching isn't just talking, but it's also the doing part. And, and some of these things are perfect for that uh, mm-hmm. because it only takes a few minutes. But I also want to share with you a couple of things I noticed out of these examples that I'm sharing with you, only two clients accepted my help without being embarrassed. Mm. And I'll tell you, I, I think that is because we've done it enough in the past that they kind of got over that, like, okay, she's not going to care. I just need to get through this. Yeah. So they, they didn't really question the, the process, but the other four made at least one, if not more comments that was not a very positive self-talking conversation. So if you think about last week, we talked about, you know, positive self-talk and and getting away from negative. And unfortunately, in this situation, not positive. Um, I had two people tell me that they felt like a child. They felt like they were five years old again and having to have their hand held. Mm -hmm. Um, I had one person tell me that she just couldn't believe that it took her this long to do something that was so easy and done within just like a couple of minutes, you know, a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that I wanted to to do with all of these folks and to the people listening who I I I just know you're shaking your head like, yes, I get this. This stuff is really difficult. Um, I wanted to reassure each client that, you know, there is nothing wrong with them. And that this is the ADHD, it's how the ADHD is affecting them, that these things are really hard and that they have nothing to be ashamed of, nothing to be embarrassed about. And I really wanted them to focus on what they were doing, how, what, what was the task or what was the action step that they were doing to get forward on this? So we were really trying to focus more on just the, the future and not what was going on in the past. And each one of these things that got accomplished, we celebrated. I mm-hmm. mean, I was clapping and it, man, if I could have like thrown confetti at them, I would have, yeah. <laughs> you know, because we wanted to, we wanted to really, um, I wanted to highlight how, what a big deal it was. And I wanted them to feel really good about what they did. And I had a couple of people who told me later how great it was to have, you know, such a burden taken off of them. And they were really grateful for my help. Um, a couple of people said, you know, thank you for pushing me to just do it. I don't think I would have done this today without your help. Thanks so much, Nikki, with your help today ended much better than it started. And that's where it comes to this question of our day, right? Why are some tasks so hard to do? Have you thought about just like going to their house and throwing confetti at them? I mean, I think at first it might be creepy, but it could be on brand. Well, one's in the UK, so I think that would be hard. (laughs) Okay, I'm sure we can. There's got to be like an Uber Eats for confetti throwers, right? Right? We should start that. There should be. Yes. 
Yes. It's a gig like economy that. celebrate. That's what we need. All right. I, yeah. you know, I've been thinking a lot about this as we, as I was reflecting on our, on our topic for the day. And, and I wanted to do a quick review of, uh, of the, these things we've talked about these kind of individually before, but these thought distortions, I just want to remind people why their brains might be making it harder to do things, uh, in spite of your best interests of getting them done. And it's because we're wired this way. Right. We have to overcome mm -hmm. our own lizard brain. And so, you know, we'll call these the thought distortions. And uh, I just love this kind of list uh, that that right. some of these things will sound familiar. Uh, the, the first is all or nothing thinking. Absolutely. It's a mm -hmm. fan favorite, all or nothing thinking. You know, it's sometimes it's binary thinking, either this or that. Uh, I'm either good or bad. It's either all or nothing. Uh, that's number one. Mind reading. Oh, we do this all the time. Oh. Right. Where we assume what others will think of us. Right. People will think. I'm dumb, slow, a terrible person if I can't finish this task, whatever the task is, right? People will think like, you know what people are thinking. You don't know what they're thinking. You don't know what they're yeah, thinking. You really don't. Uh, unhelpful rules. This is an interesting one to me where you assign yourself strict rules that don't help you achieve your goals, right? I must complete this task using a blue pen. If I don't have a blue pen, this task is not worth completing. Right. The, you yeah. know, the blue pen could be anything. Right. Assigning yourself a rule that 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 determines how you do a thing that doesn't help you actually get the thing done is a form of a thought distortion that you, you can shake off. You can shake those off. Labeling. This is another kind of variant of all or nothing thinking, right? It's this mm -hmm. idea that we're reducing a complex idea to a simple single characteristic. ADHD makes me distracted. Well, maybe that's a part of it, but it does other things too, right? There are other components to it that make ADHD a complicated spectrum yes. disorder. So Absolutely. let's try to catch ourselves when we're reducing, when we're acting in that sort of reductive nature because it's not good for us. Uh, and it, it makes complicated things too easy to to shut down, right? Mm -hmm. Because of mm -hmm. this one thing, the way I've labeled it, um, you know, I've created a straw man that's really easy for me to buckle under the pressure. Fortune telling is another form of mind reading, right? Predicting yeah. the pr future. If I blow this project, I'll never be asked to do another project again. If I don't get my taxes in on time, I'll, you know, be arrested and I'll go away. I'll never see my family again. Like whatever it is, like you don't know the future. You don't know the future. So let's stop Dang. predicting the worst. What? I want to be a fortune teller. <laughs> I, the, the reason I say that is because it's not the ADHD. It, for me, obviously, it's the it's the um, it's the anxiety, sure. you know, These of, of are just hand in wanting hand. to have some idea of what's going to happen. So, yeah. yeah, I really relate to that. Well, in the last and one, the exaggerated yeah, thinking. exaggerated yeah, thinking, for right? Sure. When we are making something bigger than it actually is, like, oh, I got to work late this morning. I guess the rest of my day is blown. Right. That's not oh, true. Yeah. Dry yeah. off, take off the raincoat, get a cup of coffee, take a few deep breaths, and just see how the day plays out. It's mm -hmm. not over just because this one thing went wrong. That's exaggerated mm -hmm. thinking. So all or nothing thinking, mind reading, unhelpful rules that you assign yourself, labeling, fortune telling, and exaggerating thinking. Those are, I think, foundational to this understanding of, of the stories we tell ourselves and the tricks Absolutely. our brains play on us that get into why tasks are so hard are so for hard. us sometimes.
That's right. Yeah. That's right. So one of the other things I, I want us to highlight and add to what you're talking about with thought distortions is executive functions. Yeah. You know, what, how do executive functions play into getting a task done? And uh, this is something that I looked up, and this is from Dr. Russell Barkley, and this is sort of his definition of what executive functions what that is, what it means. Um, and let me just read this to you because I cannot memorize something like this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> executive function is the cognitive process that organizes thoughts and activities. Okay. Prioritizes tasks, manages time efficiently, and makes decisions. Executive function skills are the skills that help us establish structures and strategies for managing projects and determine the actions required to move each project forward. Individuals with executive dysfunction often struggle to analyze, plan, organize, schedule, and complete tasks at all or on a deadline. They misplace materials, prioritize the wrong things, and get overwhelmed by big projects. Well, that sounds like ADHD. Sounds like he's watching me. Yeah. And it also, I hope, gives people an understanding that not only are your thoughts getting in your way of how you're seeing this, but real true executive functions are challenged when you have ADHD, which also makes these things so hard. Yeah, I think to that point, this is a it's it can turn into a self-defeating loop, right? Your executive functions directly relate to these thought distortions, right? It's right, right. it's when you are struggling with executive function that the thought distortions rear their heads. They're like, oh, look at me. Now I'm gonna start telling you stories because clearly you're struggling with planning and prioritizing. So it's time for me to start labeling and fortune telling and exaggerating. So mm-hmm. it, they really can become that sort of deflationary spiral. That leads yes. to, to real sadness and frustration with ADHD if you can't recognize them up front. Right, right. Yeah. So I, you know, I was listening to this interview. There's a great conversation on the Focused podcast with uh, Jesse J. Anderson, who's a coder and and uh, a writer about ADHD and all things ADHD and, and uh, really smart, like coming at it from a professional perspective. And he reminded me of this quote that I haven't heard in years, but it's all about eating the frog, right? The, the mm-hmm. eat the frog, Mark Twain quote, eat, eat a live and frog. And Tracy has a book about yeah, it. He sure yeah. does. Eat a live frog first thing in the morning and nothing worse will happen to you for the rest of the day. Well, that doesn't work for ADHD. Nope. Right. You can't if you start eating the frog, you won't do stuff like you won't get anything done because your brain isn't warmed up. Right. There are all kinds well, of that, reasons. And you won't eat the frog. You, won't like, eat the, you exactly. may have the it may be on your to do list, but you're not doing it. You're not so. doing it. So this is why I wanted to bring this up here as a kind of pivot, because I think yes. that mentality, if that's what you've been told all your life about productivity, about work, about if, if that's the Brian Tracy mantra at your office, it's mm-hmm. time to challenge that because putting a live frog on your task list first thing in the morning is manufacturing clogging tasks that you're not going to do. Right, right. Absolutely. Well, and one of the things that I'll tell people, it, it's the difference between being Tigger and Eeyore, you know, going into Aww. a task. If you, right? Yeah. Like if you go and try to eat that frog and you haven't done anything to warm up your brain or be excited or generized or gen, uh, uh, energized, mm-hmm. is what I meant to say, um, you're going to go in 
like Eeyore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah and then I stepped again. in poo. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to do this, right? And then, but if you want to go in as Tigger, play a favorite song, do something like play with your dog, get a little bit of exercise in, get your energy up, get that dopamine flowing so that you you do feel like you can take something on. And then you're Tigger. Yeah. Because then you're like, I can do anything for five minutes. I can do anything for, I can get started on this for the next, you know, half hour. I can make, the, I can, I, I can uh, write that email. Yeah. You know, I'm fun, and so fun, 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 fun. I am fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I totally, when I first read this, Pete, I thought you were going to say to eat the frog first. And I was like, oh, no, we're yeah, going to no. get in a fight. No, no fights. <laughs> I, I just, it, it, it actually, I find it so infuriating, right? That yeah, thinking, I find it absolutely infuriating and kind of disrespectful, right? Yeah, and, and I think yeah. that's like, I don't know, maybe it's just I'm getting older and like, I, I really bought it when I was 25, but I yeah. didn't know a lot about myself when I was 25. Exactly, exactly. Well, and one other thing that I, I think is really important to point out about these tasks, and I, I sort of started to mention it when I was talking about how they were talking to me about them, and that is the um, emotional self-regulation piece mm -hmm. of ADHD. So looking for a formal definition, this is the ability to take these executive functions and use them to manipulate your own emotional state. So this means learning to use words, images, and your own self-awareness to process and alter how we feel about things. So what does that mean or have to do with getting tasks done? Well, in all of the examples I used above and with other clients, some emotion is tied up to not doing the task. And if we don't actually like identify it, and see what it is, it's going to be even harder for you to get it done because you're really avoiding it. You're really kind of in denial of it, right? You're not facing it. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of these situations or examples that I talked about earlier, they were afraid of letting people down. The result of the conversation that needed to be said, like for the text message and the email, there wasn't a choice. They, we knew they were going to be probably let down. So we talked about that. Like, it doesn't matter if you do it today or if you do it next week, it, you may run, you know, you may let someone down. And so what does that mean? But if we don't do it now, it's going to feel worse and yeah. worse and worse. And so we talked it through, uh, and, and what, you know, was, she was able to do that. Um, embarrassment because of being late, uh, with the communication. Like if you haven't been, um, communicating or talking to people or updating them, that can really, uh, take a toll on you, right? You, that embarrassment just doesn't, does not help with the taking action, uh, overwhelmed with the amount of steps. Uh, some of these things that I talk to clients about, there's a lot more steps to it than you really think there is. And, uh, and then once you start breaking that down, you realize, oh my, this, of course this is hard because there's like five or six different components to it and it can't all be done in 10 minutes. Um, so I do think it's important to, to see how you're feeling about this. And again, understanding that this is part of the ADHD and, 
the the thoughts d- distortion that you're talking about mm-hmm. the emotion the emotional self regulation it's not about you being lazy or not caring and i think that's the you know something i really want people to walk away from is you know this is about adhd awareness and i hope that they're more aware of of why these tasks are so hard yeah. um but i do want to talk about one strategy and it's the only strategy that i'm going to talk about today are you ready Pete? i'm ready yeah it is to ask for help. Sure. So many people uh, will not ask for help because of all of these emotions that they feel. And, and it's really too bad because I know how good it felt for these folks to do what they got done, you know, to get done what they got done. And I don't want anyone to miss out on that. Yeah. You know, it was fantastic. Fan. I can't talk. It was fantastic. So how do you ask for help? Ask someone that you trust, someone that you do not feel like you are being judged because that's going to be really important. Uh, Body double with someone. If you have not done body doubling, either through my study hall, somebody else's study hall, or just with a friend or coworker, try it, really try it. Tell them that this is what I'm working on today. And, you know, cheer me on at the end. Let's celebrate. And, uh, and I want to be the same for you too. So, you know, you're not only asking for someone to help you, you're offering your own help and say, Hey, I want to be a coach to you too. Mm -hmm. I want to cheer you on. And, uh, and that's really, um, I think important and ask for help. And I know this sounds a lot easier than uh, it is, but ask for help without shame or embarrassment and don't apologize for asking for the help. I think that's the biggest thing. I don't want you to say, I'm so sorry, Pete, I need you to body double with me today. Is that going to be okay? No, no. No. I mean, you don't need to apologize. For so many reasons. Like first you're asking, already asking a welcome community. Right. You're asking a group of people who also know the value of body doubling and have no problem doing that. But but the other thing I would add there is um, you it takes a while to figure out how to feel good about these things and make it stick. Like, I wouldn't be surprised at all after hearing your stories of the people you're working with. If you ask them today uh, about another clogging task that might have shown up, if they don't feel exactly the same sort of of, uh, like, you know, fear, uncertainty, doubt, right, about this new task that they did about that old one, because it takes practice to feel good. And so asking for help, asking for that kind of support, it's okay no matter where you are in the process. Absolutely. There's no shame. It takes time. Well, and something you mentioned that I think is really important is do find an ADHD community because uh, that is going to help you. It's going to make a huge difference to be with your tribe, to be with people who already understand you. You don't have to explain it. You don't have to apologize. You trust, you know, and you know you're not going to get any judgment. And so if you're not really sure if you can ask somebody at work or, uh, I've never really thought that spouses and partners are really great. They're good body doubles, but yes. they're not great accountability partners. That's so. what my wife says to me. Would you just sit there and look pretty? That's all she says yeah. to me. And I'm like, yeah, okay. It's okay. a natural I resting space for me. It's fine. Yeah. Shut up and look pretty, Pete. That's right. That's uh, the name but- of the podcast. <gasps> sit up and look pretty. Shut up and look down? pretty, Pete. Shut up and look pretty, Pete. <laughs> 
Oh gosh. <laughs> Another one on the list. <laughs> there you go. Another one for us to look at. Uh, in any case, whether you're listening to Shut Up and Be Pretty Pete podcast, uh, or you're on, you know, you're listening to us, uh, think about joining our Patreon community. We have a great community and there are other resources too. If you, if, uh, if you want to look at Ada, you want to look at Chad, there's all these other podcasts that have communities, other uh, websites. I mean, find, they're there. They're there. So we just have to find something that works with you and that you connect with. And um, I think you'd be surprised that it's, you're, it's not going to be as hard to get tasks done when you are in a community like that, that you can help and, uh, or that you can help and you can ask for help without shame. Thank you, everybody, for for uh, hanging out with us. Thanks for doing your part to help others and help yourself along the way. We really appreciate it. Thank you for downloading and listening to this show. Thank you for your time and your attention. Don't forget, if you have something to contribute to this conversation, we're heading over to the Show Talk channel and our Discord server, and you can join us right there by becoming a supporting member at the deluxe level. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll see you right back here next week on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. Or maybe shut up and look pretty with Pete Wright. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>